Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host Sam, back with another episode. And on this episode, we are going to talk about career. This is Mother's Month. I am celebrating mothers all month and I'm breaking it down by the simplest, if you will, um, kind of layers, I guess you would call it, of a mother. Um, This week is great for you guys because you got another episode that actually um, should have been published earlier, but due to some technical issues, it wasn't ever, ever, it never got to see the day of light. So definitely check that out. Um, But this, in this episode, we're going to talk about career, the impact, future, your village, circles, um, you know, being able to understand your career and things of, and friendships and how that impacts your career. So I think as we talk about women who um, also share the title of mother, whether it be, you know, because you had a child, because you foster a child, because you uh, love on a child like a, like a mother would, because you've, you know, had a child and maybe you guys are no longer speaking or you, um, you know, are dealing with a child who <laughs> you're dealing with a challenging child that you feel like you no longer want to speak to, um, whatever that may look like. I wanted to talk about the layer of careers specifically because I feel like the title of mother can be really heavy for some people and being able to be seen or, um, experience something outside of just being a mother, um, is almost unheard of. Sometimes it, it gets so convoluted with what we're going through or what we're dealing with that we actually forget about our own careers, especially when we take on the role or the responsibility or the impact of being someone's mother or mother-like figure or anything else you want to call it. Um, and that's something that I personally have been really afraid of because for a very long time, mothers were not able to have a career simply because it was nearly impossible. You felt like you had to choose and society is not always cut out that way where being a mother also allows you to be a career woman. And by career woman, I don't necessarily mean by going to a nine to five. I mean by a financial means of represent representing your, your, your purpose. Um, you know, something that fulfills you financially, but it is, it could be a purpose. It could be something you're doing just to get by. It could be an interest. It could be something that you're just really skilled and really good at or gifted with. And, um, being able to do both or being able to shed light or understand that piece can sometimes be really weary, especially if you don't have the sense of clarity, if you will, that I kind of have at this moment, being that I don't have a a hundred percent, you know, responsibility at this current moment. When it comes to my stepson, we share, um, share custody with him and, you know, timeshare with him a 50, 50 split for the most part. Um, I talk about it more in my motherhood episode. So definitely check that out if you want to hear more on that. But, um, as career wise, I think knowing, I remember growing up kind of looking at women and mothers in general. My mom was a homemaker at one point in time. She has been a presser at a, um, at a cleaners for as long as I can remember. Um, and doing that kind of labor, you know, she was very flexible in a sense that she was able to either take us to school or pick us up from school, but it didn't necessarily, I don't think it fulfilled her. I think, you know, when it comes to your career or the, you know, something that you spend the most, I'm not going to say the most, but a lot of time with that has such a major impact on how you are parenting. 
to know that you're coming home to be um, a guide, a resource, a lifeline for something else or someone else, um, and to be a part of a career or to be in an industry that you're not happy with is detrimental to your well-being. And I think some people don't have a choice, whether it be you're doing something because it, it brings the money in. Like that's what you have to do. It's not, there's no negotiation with that. Or it could be that maybe you feel like this is the best that I can do considering, you know, the fact that I'm, I'm really great mom, or I'm still trying to adapt and understand this, you know, this mommy mode that I'm currently in. I don't have time to think of a career and what that means and what I would need to do in order to, to, you know, connect the dots on that. Now I want to be in your ear and, and really urge you to, um, find ways to, define, understand, recognize your purpose and what you're called to do and how your career can be that outlet or that space in which you do that. Now, career shifts and career changes and defining a career are totally different things. And I'm going to focus mostly on um, defining a career. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like um, when you are doing something to, to provide ends meet, and you're, you're doing your career, sometimes that most of the time, in my opinion, it's not aligned with who you are, what you like. Now, I talk about this in motherhood of how we evolve when it comes to parents. We also evolve as individuals. And as that happens, our needs, our wants, our beliefs, our you know goals, all of those sort of things also evolve. And so you'll see that in your career that maybe prior to having a child, it was great. It worked out. But after having a child or having children, um, it no longer fits where you're at. And one thing I've always wished on, and this may be super weird. I always wish that there was a, there was a day, um, there was a time where people who really wanted to be maybe in culinary school or wanted to be bankers or wanted to be, you know, work in a cruise ship there was like one day a year or one day um, every couple years where people could just shift into roles that they actually wanted to be in and see where that would leave everything, you know, to see the realistic version of like, who would really want to be nurses, who would really want to be other, you know, you know, tradesmen or salespersons or um, designers or artists. I would be so curious to see where everyone would follow, would fall. But I say all of this to say, Defining your career and having that alongside motherhood may not always add up, may not always come together. And I think because you have someone who is so codependent of you, taking risks, being that we are usually females are usually less risk adverse, um, you know, it's even harder to take that risk on yourself, knowing that you have someone, dis- you know, depending on you on wh- what's next, what's coming around the corner. And there's a lot of faith that goes into um, being able to take risks that sometimes we don't always, you know, have the strength for or the support system for, which is another m- big contributing factor. Um, and that goes into our villages. I don't think that we completely understand, and maybe I'll talk about that in the myths episode. But um, when it comes to our careers, meaning that sometimes our careers have us working longer hours than we expect to, depending on the season, and there's a shift in our availability or access or mental capacity, you know, having villages to be able to help us um, adjust for that and make room for that is so, so important. It's so enlightening and it's so a breath of fresh air. Um, And 
people say, you know, villages, oh, as if it should be super easy. It's not easy to, to have a village because you can have friends, you can have relationships with individuals who are really great, but to take care of your child or be responsible for your child, they may not fit that category. Um, they may not be ready for that responsibility. They may struggle with being able to accept that role because maybe they're not in that space or they don't have the means or the understanding. So I can see there's definitely hesitation when it comes to villages, but the concept of it, wherever it may come from, male or female or identify as whatever you identify as, um, you want to be comfortable you know, with allowing that individual to be responsible for your child. And that definitely takes a lot of listening to yourself, a lot of listening to your child, paying attention to, you know, conversations that you have, you know, having direct conversations if necessary and trust, you know, in between all of those, those elements. But when you talk about career and defining that career, and being able to shapeshift, Tarazi P. Henson talks about this, of how she moved to California with basically no money and her son and took a risk on herself, her future, and her well-being. Now, she is not the only one who has done such a thing. I'm pretty sure there's many people who have done that or considered doing such a thing. But it's it's a deeper understanding to know that you are merely walking out into this experience on faith. There's no guarantee that this will allow you to get to the other side. Now, I want to talk specifically about this subset of women who have become trailblazers or pioneers in their legacy, meaning they've decided to disrupt the current kind of or the expected um, outcomes of their lives and, you know, being a mom and what that means. And they decided to pursue a career or a choice that is so monumental, it really shaped and changed the lineage of her, you know? So whether it be moving to another country, such as being an immigrant or changing careers, moving across the country, um, uprooting an entire family for a dream, a hope, a promise for a better experience in another town or city, that is a major weight that you carry. Now, I think that when it comes to careers, people underestimate the type of energy that carries. So what that actually does or what that leaves room for while you're in a space that you basically feel like that career or that job has its foot on your neck. And every time you come out of there, you're ready to rage because all day, this thing that you are responsible or tied to has their foot on your neck and you know it. And you only get to breathe, you know, when you were, you know, you clock out or you walk away. I want to say to those of you who are in that kind of cycle or in that experience, my heart goes out to you and you have every right to feel as though you are being suffocated daily. And when you release from that experience, what people get from that is the bare minimum because you just don't have it because it's literally sucking the life out of you. What I also would love to say is that I encourage and I support you in navigating something different and wishing for something different and going towards something different, not only for yourself, but for your kids, your community, your well-being, your mental health, your spirituality, all of those sort of things. There will be never anything that's completely perfect. But I will tell you this, as a child, and I'm pretty sure you may agree with me on this, having a, a mother who is happy is overlooks everything else in life. Now, careers, you know, careers that provide financial means um, definitely hold a lot of weight because they are the reasoning for everything else. 
So say, for instance, you're in a situation where you're not able to remove yourself from that career at this current stage or current you know, time. Um, what I highly recommend is incorporating the things that you do like and the things that you do enjoy that bring you joy. And this is a key thing that I want to say when it comes to redirecting or rethinking how you parent and how you represent yourself as a mother. Everyone is going to take or going to have an adjustment period. Meaning there is going to be time where everyone is going to feel like, where's the mom who is always available anytime I ask for them? Where's the mom who always had everything put together? Where's the mom who was always, you know, in a mood? Where's the mom who always, you know, was there for me whenever I needed anything? Everyone is going to feel that kind of anxiety around this shift and this change. Please give it time. Whenever you decide to, to, to rethink or redo or reconsider a behavior or a um, habit, it's going to take some time for the, the, the genuine effects to take place. Meaning if you decide to say, you know what, I really love to walk and I don't get enough of it. I'm going to reroute my family where I'm going to have dinner ready by five o'clock and um, by 630, we're all going to take a, a 30 minute walk. Everyone may feel disgruntlement. They may feel frustrated. They may feel like this is not something they want to do with their time. This is something that bothers them. But if that results in you being a better person, there are some strength around that and bravery around that of reshifting and adjusting your life and your kid's life to allow for that walk to exist, which overall helps with your better health, helps with your mental health, your you know the way you feel and the way you look at life. Now, there are some pros and cons with any decision that you make, but you have to focus on the things that benefit you, that support you, that bring you love and light. And everyone else will eventually get that that program. Some of them may ne- never agree with it, but the outcome of having somebody who is happier or better in a head in a better headspace is de- definitely well worth it compared to sitting in that kind of circumstance. You know, careers require a lot of energy and effort and there are a lot of laws and rules and workplace experiences that don't support motherhood. I'm very well aware of that whether it be breastfeeding or time off or, you know, having enough time to, you know, be with your baby prior to actually putting them in some sort of childcare or, you know, adjusting things so that way you're remote so you're available for that child or whenever you have an emergency or just wanting to feel like, you know, I don't get to spend enough time with my child. I want to be there with them, picking them up. I don't want to put them in aftercare. I'm very well aware that there are a lot of limitations that don't always allow you to live out the best um, you know, life with your kids and careers hold a big weight and they're a big deciding factor on a lot of different things. I want to advocate for kids in this, in this moment and kind of say like, anytime that you choose a child, choose to be with your child, choose to support your child. Obviously it creates a more bonding experience, more loving experience. Um, they may not always recognize it at that moment. Cause again, age groups matter, you know, here being talking to a child who's a little bit older and understands life a little bit more in their teens going through different things. It may not seem that they hold any value. The idea is that, are you representing yourself in a way that you feel, you know, um, proud of, are you representing yourself in a way that you feel, um, reflects who you genuinely want to be as a mother that you can, um, enjoy and, and, and feel good about, 
um, all of those things come into play. And it sometimes it's hard to act off of our, just our own energy, especially when we're interacting with multiple energies, whether it be our partners or mothers or, um, you know, other people who have unsolicited advice. Um, it can be very toxic and very challenging to, to, to be the flower that grows out of concrete, you know, if you will. Um, when it comes to just representing ourselves in a way that we feel is true and genuine, that is definitely something that I highly recommend everyone kind of sit down and really think about because it definitely pays off. It makes a world of a difference of how you treat your child, but even yourself within your career, whether it be making sure you have the right nutrients or, you know, meals to take care of your body, to nourish yourself. I know personally, I struggle with bringing the right things to work because I am so concerned about packing, you know, lunches for my stepson and making sure he has all the things I know he'll like where he can enjoy his lunch, his snacks, aftercare. If I have to leave him in aftercare, he has something he can eat. Um, but when it comes to fixing my own dinners um, or lunches, I can be really, really kind of like blank. I don't know what that looks like. The idea is, especially within the career, is filling out kind of this blankness that exists. And whether that means you have an office, make that office represent who you are. Create that bubble, create that space that you can you can lean on, you can go into, that you feel good about. If you work in retail, I know that's a hell of a job, let me tell you, honey. Whether it means that you wear something, a bracelet or a necklace or some sort of hairband that that brings you life, that makes you feel good, use that as your nugget, as your as your lifeline during that experience to give you an energy and get you through that experience so you feel better about things and you feel better about your circumstance because when you look at those shoes, they make you feel good. It's something that is a reminder that this is a moment in time. Nothing lasts forever. Everything has its end date and we want to be very careful of how we spend our time within that journey. And as a mother and also as a career woman or someone with a career, that also has to be intertwined. Me doing this is a part of me taking my career and saying, I want to do it this way. I want to do it in a space, in an honesty place. And this is how I'm going to do it. And this is how I'm going to represent myself. Now, this is something that um, may not work for everyone. This may not represent you know, the same thing for everyone. This may be, you know, something that's just not up every up to everyone's, you know, you know, idea of time off. It can be very challenging. It can be very hard for me to carve out the space to, to do something like this, where I'm sitting down uninterrupted in the right mental space um, to be able to create content and to have a therapy session, if you will, about life. I struggle with that, especially when I have my stepson. The beautiful thing is when I was doing the workshops, I don't know if you guys have ever checked out my YouTube, but if you haven't already, check out everythinginme.com and check out everything in me on YouTube. You'll see my very first workshop, my stepson is actually on the um the the screen with me under the um the zoom and he insisted to be a part of it and he wanted to to participate he wanted to be logged in to see me in action i was completely floored and surprised by this is not something that i i anticipated him at the time i think he was like 6 maybe or 7 i'm not sure um but he was like no i want to i want to be there like i want to participate and he stayed on the entire time. You can tell he got bored at certain times, but he did like a trooper and he didn't know he could sign off at the time, but he he stuck with me the whole time. 
but I incorporated that with him and he, I got the support of him. Luckily enough, you know, it went out without a hinge. I didn't have any issues with him. Like I prepped him where I was like, okay, don't press, you know, don't unmute yourself. You're just there to watch, you know, and he insisted he wanted, has he done it ever again? Absolutely not. But he understands and respects my boundaries. And I also try to account for the fact that when I am on, you know, doing something outside of this and I'm with him, I try to be as available as possible. I try to be as engaged as possible. It is hard. It is challenging when you are in your own thoughts or maybe you have an idea or you're trying to process something and you get interrupted because they want to talk about something or they want something to eat that you only you can prepare. Or they want to do something that requires you to be to move yourself, to be, you know, a part of that. It can be really, really challenging to be in that space. I'm not going to lie to you, but I really take this, this notion that actually comes from the weirdest place. And I think about it all the time. Casey Neistat is a YouTuber and filmmaker, um, that I used to be obsessed with. He would make daily vlogs and it wouldn't be that long, maybe five to 10 minutes max, but a very high quality daily vlogs of his life in different moments and different content. And the idea of doing it was to get consistency into his system. So he forced himself, if you will, to make daily vlogs. Now, one thing that I noticed about him that he would do that I felt was so freeing was that whenever he would travel or he was in between things, especially when he traveled and he maybe had a two hour layover or something else, he would take advantage of this and explore a city, a town, an airport, um, a hotel, whatever it meant. And I love this idea of just filling in the gaps with things that are adventurous because what it said was, that no matter the time constraint, there was always an opportunity to fall up or stumble upon something different and stumble upon something that could be inspiring and creative and fun and, and new. But we just had to rethink how we spent our time. Now, I have yet to spend the nights or the late nights that I did when I was in school. There were some parameters that I did have where I just am not I'm not an all-nighter girl. I've never stayed up all night. I think the latest I've stayed up is maybe like six o'clock, barely touching six o'clock. I just, I could never get with that notion. I really love sleep and I could never be up that late. It just didn't work for me. But that didn't mean that I was always productive. Now, now I understand the necessity of sleep, but there are certain times where sacrifices do come into play, where they do make a difference in the output of certain things of, you know, passionate projects or things that we really care about or things that we're working towards. They do make a difference to make that dent. You know, life has its flows. Sometimes it's really crazy. Sometimes it's really manageable. It just depends. But having a career or having a goal in that space or arena that requires a disruption of our time, sometimes it's, you know, we can't compromise because we don't function well when we don't have enough sleep. Or sometimes, you know, we need some consistency where, whether it be jump, a gym or, you know, doing something adventurous that requires us to be more consistent. I get that. But I think this idea of filling in the gaps with adventure, with, you know, um, this idea of play or, you know, um, you know, curiosity can really help us refuel during the times where we feel low. Now, a career can really drain the hell out of you. Okay. It can really set you back and you feel like I need a vacation to completely disrupt my time and just soak up five days, three days of just vacationing. The reality is that is not going to be able to cure your burnout 
what will help your burnout is increment things throughout your life that are supporting your mental health, your spirit, your energy level, your well-being, all of those sort of things. I have an episode about burnout, so definitely check it out because there's a book about it. There's multiple, you know, studies on it, and, and it 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 really, you know, manifests itself differently in different people. But there's a lot of great tips and tricks, and you know, evidence that support ways to, you know, help with burnout. Now, knowing this and really committing to something like this means that you are going to be disruptive in your life, meaning that people won't understand, people won't agree with you, people will find it differently, uh, people will not, uh, you know, always, you know, give you the space that you need. Sometimes you have to take it. Sometimes you have to require it. Um, and that can be really, really challenging because you're basically saying, I'm going to do it my way only because of the fact that it doesn't always work the same for everyone. And that's true. That's very true. But when your kids are choosing to do things a certain type of way or your family's choosing to do something a certain type of way, you don't always take the liberty of, of being that one who's going to make everyone wait a little bit more or make everyone extra early because of the fact that, you know, you feel more comfortable or you feel better when you're at work, you know, 10 minutes before instead of right on the dot. Um, but I will say um, before we go into our little segue, that doing something like this, where you are redesigning your career to mimic or to match or to support support you, and maybe your 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 skill level or your experience or your knowledge, um, can definitely reward you in ways that I don't think are completely quantifiable. But I'm a firm believer in whatever career you end up doing or you're doing, you should be evolving as an individual. And if you're not evolving as an individual because of the career or through the career or with the career, then there's some really big reconsidering that you have to, to do. So one of the ways that maybe you experience your career is that you do really well in your career. You actually get a lot of accolades. You feel like you're on top of your, you know, your game within your career. You're super supportive. You have a great work life, you know, work experience or, um, you know, environment and you feel supported and you feel acknowledged and all of these sort of things. You come home and you feel like it's disarray, you're not doing a great job, you feel rejected, you feel unsupported, you feel like you're not really connecting the dots on that. And career may seem like an easy peasy experience for you. It may seem like something that you you do really well and you just, you get, and that's where you get your confidence from. That's where you get your support from. That's where you get your inspiration from. But with you know, in parenthood and being a mother, that's where you feel you like you fall short and that you don't necessarily match up or meet the demands of what is necessary. And maybe your approach is similar to your career. So approaching it like your career and things you learn through it, whether it be very disciplined or being very methodical, whatever it may be, you may be trying to apply those same strengths to motherhood. I think that motherhood is a teacher. I don't think that motherhood is something that you can master. I don't think that motherhood is something that you can completely find all the answers to. I think it's one of those things that motherhood is here to teach you and it's supposed to give you an opportunity to experience a different level, a different um you know, facet of life. I don't think it's one of those things that you you can walk into motherhood and just kind of like, 
okay, check it off the list. I got it. You know, even me with my interest and my willingness and my excitement around being a mom and doing all of those things, I honestly don't feel, I can't walk around here and say I'm so confident in it because of how much I enjoy it. I don't feel like I'm a hundred percent the best thing ever. I think I have a lot of flaws and a lot of growth areas and a lot of things that definitely need to be considered and actually, you know, cause a lot of my therapy sessions of just me trying to figure out how can I be better as a mom? How can I be better as a, um, you know, a person who's helping design someone's childhood? For me personally, I take, you know, being a mother and being an, an impact into a child's life very seriously, because I know how delicate a childhood can be and how many, many years after that childhood, you are still unpacking that childhood. And I am definitely one of those people who is still doing that. But one of the areas in which that I think, you know, career, you know, plays a major role is in defining or to ground um, a woman, you know, and to ground that individual who is supporting children because of the needs and the requirements of that. You know, there are all sorts of demands I feel that you have, you know, as a mother and being able to understand and sort those things out can be overwhelming. They can be challenging. They can be unclear sometimes what the needs are and what exactly needs to happen. It may be like, okay, here's a warning, but this is not the full fledged, like, you know, be, be, you know, be weary. It's, it's gonna, shit is gonna sail and it's gonna fall. It can be very much like sub, you very, a subtle kind of, you know, experience. But I think that if you go into your career, looking for an opportunity to grow yourself as an individual, to be optimistic and to further support and nurture the things that you want out of life, you can be able to use that as a opportunity to feel comfortable in the mother role. Now, it's not going to be a guarantee because there are other outside influences that definitely impact that. But because that's a representative of where you are, where you are in life and where you see life, I don't want any any woman, and this goes for career, this goes for additional titles or organizations you belong to, all that sort of stuff. This is that umbrella. So outside of a motherhood, you know, being a mother, um, also the other things that we're tied to or attached to, responsible for, you know, facilitate, adapt, manage, oversee, all that sort of stuff. That's what I kind of mean with career. They're also contributing factors in how you represent your yourself as far as a mother. Sometimes you are a mother in your career, you know, where you you bring your child to work and you mother your child there. You know, some roles call for that. Sometimes it's one of those things that you just don't anticipate for it to be, but it turns out to be. Um, sometimes those things don't blend really well together. They actually create more friction because, you know, maybe you do better in an environment where they are completely separate. That's another thing too, of having the proper boundaries of bringing work home. Um, you know, st- spending ex- you know, extended amount of times in roles that don't allow you to, you know, be a mother. That's a clear warning that there's, there's a shift that needs to happen because you're sacrificing a lot of time of which you cannot get back. And not 
like I said before, I'm very well aware there are many employers, many managers, many divisions, many roles that don't support motherhood. I'm very well aware of that. And that's where I talk about the offset of how do you still, you know, um, report or work with or participate in something that fulfills that need. If you have that to be a part of something greater, to be a part of something you support and you feel good about where, where else can I experience it? How else can I, you know, do those sort of things? Now, one of the areas in which for me, career plays a major part is what, what I give back within, you know, using my title, using my platform, what do I do to give back? Um, that's mentorship for me. That's being able to be an ally, a connector of sorts for people that makes me feel, um, fulfilled you know, fulfillment is, is, is almost like being seen. It's like being acknowledged. It's like being considered. There's so many different beautiful things that you can have when you have fulfillment. And that's something I strive for. I want to have purpose. I want to use my purpose. I've spent quite a lot of time, you know, as an individual in search of understanding my purpose, my strengths, the things I'm drawn to, the things that I, I enjoy, the things that, you know, um, support who I want to be and my role. I've actually been able to adjust myself to, you know, incorporate all of those sort of pieces. So that way I get to represent myself like that in my role. Now, not everyone has that luxury. Not everyone has that opportunity. It's more of a situation where, you know, we get to have those sort of things because we either take advantage of them or we find ways to, you know, um, find um, little nuggets, whether it be an initiative or a committee or something like that, that, that seems to be um, exciting and something that you can look forward to. I say all of this to say, having a career, being responsible for other things outside of motherhood can feel draining, can feel, you know, enlightening. It can be challenging. It can be, you know, fun. It can be, you know, loving. It can be a stretch goal. It can be a new adventure and I can say with the utmost, you know, certainty that this journey is divinely chosen for you. And I don't want you to sit in the space of regret or remorse or frustration um, because that does not solve the problem. But I want to remind you of your freedom and your flexibility of how you define yourself, how you look at yourself and what you acknowledge yourself as and what you support yourself as. Don't discredit all of the things that you juggle and all of the things that you're responsible for, along with all the people who help support and allow you to have that space to focus and to manage and to oversee and to do all of those pieces while simultaneously, you know, being a mother. I'm all about, you know, little wins, you know, big wins, in between wins. I'm all about those setbacks that teach us the most. Um, I'm all about, you know, celebrating and understanding the different intricacies of life. And sometimes it takes a matter of incorporating or booking or scheduling those moments of joy that allow us to be able to do or do better or excel at these other roles and responsibilities that we share. And I just hope that you all consider or think about ways of pioneering your life, even with the mother role or title or attachment, so that way you can also be fulfilled and that your life is not through another child or children or their well-being because we too have a purpose and you know being a mother is a part of it but not necessarily it should not necessarily be swept up and only existent 
if and when we are mothering or being a mother, because it does not teach our children that they are individuals. They are individuals connected to a family, connected to a, a form of a nucleus or experience or a community or a village. They are still an individual and you are still an individual and you still have individual wants, needs, desires, experiences, and things that you really want to have, see, and come and happen. And I hope that you find a way for that, whether it be in small increments or a class that you take every now and then or a, a course or degree that you, over, you you see or certificates or a conversation that you reach out to someone who's in the field that you're interested in, all of those sort of things. I want to support that. I want to acknowledge that that is a possibility for you. I want to say that I am rooting for you and it takes everything in me not to say, do it. You got to just do it. You know, you got to just be active about it. Make that effort. Even if you, you get out of this conversation with me now and you head on and you go make that action, I'm so, I'm so supportive and I'm so excited to see what that looks like for you. The only thing I would ask of you is to just subscribe. Let me know, share this podcast with someone you feel like may could really benefit from it. You know, I want to be as extremely delicate and loving towards anyone who is trying, trying counts. Any progress is progress. Being a mother is a hell of a role, a hell of a responsibility. We all come from a mother and because we do, that doesn't mean that's the mother that we chose to represent ourselves as. And we are sometimes trying to do things that we've never seen before. And so we need to give ourselves credit. We need to give ourselves grace and understanding that sometimes it doesn't always line up or add up or make sense to anyone else. But I want to rest assure you, if you are making effort into the right direction, into the right direction you feel supported by, or you feel like is best for you, those outcomes will happen in a positive, good light. It's just a matter of making sure that you are focused and you realign and you adjust wherever necessary. So thank you all for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. I deeply appreciate it. I'm so excited for you guys and happy Mother's Month. Continue doing your best as a mother.